Hi everyone, welcome to Style Recognizes Style. If you've never been here before, my name is Tori and this is my fashion podcast. Here I discuss a topic weekly within the fashion industry or in fashion overall. Before we get into today's episode, make sure to go follow me on whatever streaming platform you're listening on and on Instagram at style, recognize style, so you can stay updated and get reminders for when the podcast will be up. It'll be posted weekly on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. I'm sorry, I know I haven't posted in two or three weeks. I have two jobs right now. I'm grinding really hard. Fashion design's a hard life, but we could, we could do a whole... I know I'm yawning, I'm sorry. We could do a whole thing on that. You know, we could have a whole conversation about that sometime. But let's just get into today's topic. So today's topic is going to be heroin chic. The problem with heroin chic and why our bodies aren't trends. So I decided to make this podcast episode when I saw controversy growing over a recently published article on the post titled, Bye Bye Booty, Heroin Chic is Back. This article, especially the title, didn't sit well with a lot of people, including me. The article discusses how influencers and celebrities that have been known for popularizing the slim thick look and getting a BBL trend have now shed their butts and lost a decent amount of weight. The most popular and noticeable of the group are Khloe and Kim Kardashian. So first let's get into heroin chic and what heroin chic is. So the term heroin chic became popularized in the fashion industry in the 90s. This was the glamorizing and idealing of having the large eye bags, being ultra skinny and androgynous looking. It's kind of almost like the 2014 Tumblr grunge girl, except more emaciated, like to be honest. Kate Moss was known as one of the main faces of this movement due to her grunge look and waifish figure. The idea was to almost look emaciated and grungy. This was a big, big, big turnaround from models in the 80s and early 90s, such as Cindy Crawford, who had a very healthy, athletic, vibrant look to them. They also glorified drug use through fashion photography that romanticized the heroin chic image. So, you know, we all, I, something that also has been making me mad is, you know, that movie Gia, um, that has, I'm pretty sure it's Angelina Jolie in it. Um, people will be romanticizing Gia and I'm like, she was sick, you know, she was sick and in the end of her life, She was in the hospital and her skin fell off her back. Like, she was really sick and struggling. Like, so to romanticize that is just gross and weird to me. Um, And also I think that this is something that's very negatively impacted the modeling industry in the way in which, you know, because I used to model, I used to go into agencies, they want you to get as skinny as they can make you get. And then once you've just proven that you'll even like do that then you have to end up gaining back weight and then it's this whole fluctuation and that's also another topic we could cover at another time 
but there had been a pretty big change recently in the body type that the media's been promoting, glorifying, back in the 90s and early 2000s, being waif, skinny, quote-unquote heroin chic, and thin was the body standard for women. In the 2010s, the body standard started to shift. The body positivity movement started to take off more at this time. People such as the Kardashians played a prominent role in promoting the slim, thick, big butt but no thighs, ripped abs, 24-inch waist with, you know, 50-inch butt with 37-inch hips. I, how? I don't know. I mean, that's a discussion for another time, but (laughs) anyway, um, (laughs) um, which that look, I think may be as hard to obtain. It depends on your body type as being waif, honestly. These expectations of having a huge butt, but having a massive thigh gap, but then also having a really tiny waist, but then also having a big bust to complement the butt. It's just a lot, you know? And yes, people work out and have strict regimens and build muscle to partly achieve this shape, but for most people, this isn't going to give them that Kim Kardashian look. And this has led to the popularization of the BBL, which, if you don't know, stands for the Brazilian butt lift. Plastic surgeon Ivo Pitanguai is known as the creator of the Brazilian butt lift back in the 1960s. A BBL, for those of you that don't know, is a fat transfer. They do liposuction on a part of your body where you want fat removed and then after processing the fat, it's injected into the butt. People will get this procedure to obtain that very hourglass figure and enhance the contrast between the bust, waist, and hips, kind of like corseting used to do back in the day almost. The BBL has become jarringly popular in the last few years or so. I'm not against plastic surgery, whatever I think. You gotta do what you gotta do. But I say jarringly because the BBL has an abnormally high mortality rate. I just don't think it's worth it to risk your life to fit into the like ideal body standard that is being, you know, pushed by like these mainstream people and society and celebrity and whatever. Back in the early 2000s, if you told someone they had a big butt, a lot of people would be offended as if this was an insult having a big butt was on magazine covers like her butt is huge now like ooh, like that's a bad thing which obviously it's not um and then the tides changed and having a big butt became a super idealized body standard so the fashion industry does pull a lot of fashion and style trends from the past which I think it's fine, but I think it's unnecessary to do that with body types. Body trends promote unhealthy standards, and I felt like the fashion industry was starting to reach a point, especially Gen Z, where we were starting to have a little less pressure on all of us about our bodies, but this is going to drive things in the wrong direction. 
that article written on the cut is dangerous because it's implying that one body type is out and another is goals now. It's just morbid and a bit tone deaf, whoever wrote that. <laughs> PR should have checked. Um, I know so many people that have been over scrutinized in the industry for their natural shape and body, especially in the modeling shape. People have been told, you know, I know people whose hips were literally bones, but were just far spread apart. And their agent is like, your hips are too wide. Get your inches down. It's like, you can't dislocate your hips and move them in. You know, we're not like, like dolls that you can just play with, you know? And so I just think this article and mindset is bringing us backwards. I would love to hear your thoughts on today's topic. So leave me your opinion on my Instagram at style, recognize style to discuss. You can also follow me on my personal slash my own fashion NYC vibes. I don't even know what to call it, which is at Tori Chaos. That's me on Instagram, my personal account. The topic for next week is Princess Diana and her style. I love her. You have no clue. I got this book at Rowing Blazers. Um, they had some some event that I got an email invite to, so I went and then I saw this Lady Die book, which had nothing to do with why I was there, and it's all I could think about. And then I went back like two days later and bought it. I'm going to be focusing on her impact on the fashion industry and why she was and still is considered a style icon, why people, you know, do photo shoots, like, inspired, like, posing like her in her street style outfits, like, getting into her car, why people are her for Halloween, why people still follow her style tips, you know? So make sure to follow me on Instagram at style, recognize style to stay updated and get lots of fashion content. Bye guys. I also just did want to say I read an article on Dazed about the Brazilian butt lift um, the New York Post article, which is, is interesting that, you know, how it'll be like HTTPS dot dot dash dash. And then like the title, it's like nycpost.com heroin chic is back in curvy bodies. Big butts are out messed up. But so <laughs> thanks New York Post. Um, and then I was reading on inquiriesjournal.com about the fashion phenomenon of heroin chic. So I just wanted to quick put that in here in the end. Bye guys.